and we back in this thing like we left something. Welcome back, y'all, to this week's episode of I Got a Story to Tell. Thank y'all for joining me this week. We got a funny one this week. We got a funny one. Last few been kind of serious, but we got a funny one this week. Um, So let's not waste too much time. Uh, this week's album of the week is by a duo, producer and singer duo that I've been a big fan of for a few years. Um, they're called Division. D-V-S-N, but it's pronounced Division. Um, the name of the album is September 5th. September 5th by Division. Dope album. Uh, great R&B album. Um, just put it in. Uh, pause. Press play and let it go. Let it go. So, like I said, album is September 5th by Division. D-V-S-N. Division. Um, and shit. That's all I got. I got a story to tell. Let's go. This story takes place in the early 2000s. Now, if you've been listening to this podcast long enough, you've heard all my stories about working at the call center. This is a call center story. As y'all know, I had a lot of shit going on call center days. So let's get to it. At the time I'm at the call center and I'm working, um, I was messing with a young lady at the time. We'll call her A. A was mad cool, like super cool. Her and I got along. Um, pretty girl and all that shit, right? But the only thing that bothered me about A is every time she would talk, like her voice, like she sounded like she had a bunch of snot in her nose, right? Like it was like super annoying. Because I used to be thinking like, damn, why don't you blow your nose, right? So one day I tell her, I'm like, hey, um, have you ever thought about going to see an ear, nose and throat doctor? And she was like, I thought about it. I said, you should really do that shit. Right. So we talked about it for a while. So one day she finally decides to do it and she goes, she gets home. She calls me. She says, hey, I went um, and they've recommended surgery. She was like, you know, I got a lot of shit going on. They need to open up some passageway, all this shit. Right. I'm like, where? I'm like, you should do it. She was like, yeah, I'm going to think about it. She was like, they told me it could be painful and all that shit, but they would give me pain meds, all this. I'm like, you should really think about that shit. She was like, all right, cool. So a little time passes. And the whole time, I'm really like pushing for it. Like, hey, you should really get that shit. So she she does. She does. She gets the surgery. So I'm at work at the call center um, the day she gets the surgery. Her mom takes her, all that shit. I get off work and I go over her crib to see her. And I'm thinking I'm just going to walk in. It's going to be regular her and all that shit. Nah, I get over to the crib. She's in her bedroom laying down. And she has like this big bandage like across like her nose and like cheeks area. And 
She has two black eyes. Like she didn't went 12 rounds with Roberto Duran. Right. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like I wasn't expecting to see that. And she's in pain. And she's over there like groveling, like, uh, like in pain. I'm like, oh, shit. And I feel bad because I'm like, man, I was really egging this, this shit on. Like you should get that shit worked on. Right. Cool. So I let her rest and all that. And I go over there the next day and she's talking a little bit and she's talking about how much pain she is like she's in. And so I'm like, well, they gave you pain meds you should take. And she's like, nah, I don't take meds. Like I've had a bunch of dope things in my family and I don't really fool with like medicine and shit. She's like, I'm fearful I get addicted all this shit. I'm like, damn. Okay, cool. Now, at the time I was really just dealing with her. Like I ain't had no side piece really. I had one like earlier on when her and I started dealing with each other. But you know that it cooled off because you know I'm focusing on old girl. So every day I would go over there, she would like be like groveling in pain and then i kind of got annoyed right so when it comes to pain i have a like crazy pain threshold right and i don't really be sympathetic for people when they're in pain and i know i need to do better with that so she was really annoying me with like the uh, <laughs> all that shit right so i'd be like just take the man she's like no and so one day i'm over there she gives me the pills they're oxys right she gives me the vial of pills and like, take these out of my crib. I don't want them here. All this shit. I'm like, I ain't fuck it. I ain't worried. I ain't no pill popper. But cool, it is what it is. I put them in my car. Don't think no more about them. But the more I'm going over there and the more I ain't getting no action, I'm like, man, I need some action. Like, this is, this ain't it. I need action. But I can't be so, you know, unsympathetic. That's the word, unsympathetic that i ask her for some action right i know in her state she ain't up for it right so i'm like man so i instantly start thinking about the side situation i had when me and old girls start dealing with each other so i hit her up one night we talking shooting the shit nothing really crazy but we talking a little bit and as the night goes on and the later it gets the more spicier old girl is talking and I'm liking it. I'm like, oh, shit. OK. OK, cool. So she tells me before we get off the phone, hey, tomorrow when you get off work, you need to come by and see me. I said, listen, tomorrow when I get off work, I got to run a few errands. That was a lie for it. I got to go check on old girl, you know, make sure she all right so I can listen to her grovel and pain for a little bit. Right. Then I'm going to go home, shower in, go see old girl. So I'm like, I'll come holler at you tomorrow night. She said, cool. She talking so spicy. I'm like, oh, I can't wait. Right. Get to work the next day at the call center. Sit down. I'm hype. I'm like, oh, I'm about to finish this work day. I'm going to visit old girl. Make sure she's straight. Go home. Then I'm going to see the side situation. Got it planned out. Go through the day. Lunchtime comes. I call the side situation from one of the work phones. We used to make personal calls on the phone all the time. So I call her. She on the phone talking so right. And she talking nasty as shit. And that's right up my alley. The nastier. I love it. Right. 
she on there talking all kind of crazy. Now, I know the side situation. She does drugs, right? Cool. I ain't tripping. She don't shoot heroin or no shit like that. I know she'll, you know, she play with her nose. She'll snort a fat rail. You know what I'm saying? Um, and she'll mess with ecstasy and shit like that. So she's telling me her game plan as we on the phone before I go to lunch with my homeboy I work with. She says, you're going to get here. And before you get here, I'm about to do me a line or two. I'm about to pop a pill. It's on. I'm doing all type of nasty shit. So she's laying out the game plan. And I'm like, oh, hell yeah. And then she says, I can't wait because I'm going to piss on you. She tells me she's going to urinate on me. When I tell y'all I was intrigued from the first time I seen a pissing porn movie that I was like, I got to see what that be like. Right. So she talking that she want to piss on me. I, I said, oh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. I am. Nigga, listen, I'm jetty and feeling ready. Right. So I finally get off the phone with her. In my mind, all I can think is, oh, I know she's going to be high off the motherfucking coke. She's going to pop a pill. She's going to be feeling like right, right. She's going to be out of her mind, right? Cool. We leave to go to lunch a little late. We're supposed to go across the street to Wendy's. By the time we leave, me and my homeboy, we get over there, it's packed. We ain't going to make it back in time. He like, man, damn. Let's go down here to Captain D's. For y'all that don't know, Captain D's is like a bullshit fried seafood place like, uh, what's the shit? Long John Silver, right? So I'm like, I don't go no fucking Captain D's, but fuck it, let's go. So we go. And I didn't like going to that Captain D's because the shit used to be like hella greasy and oily, right? But we go anyway. So we go. Get our food. We come back. I eat that bullshit oil shit. We back at work. All I can think of, I can't wait to get off work and get pissed on. Now, I did have to let her know, hey, don't piss on my face, though. Like, I don't want you to pee on my face. Anywhere else, fair game. Don't piss on my face, right? So, all I can think about is getting pissed on. So, I'm like, oh, shit, this shit finna be next level. I'm so hyped. Like, I can't contain myself. I'm bullshitting at work. I ain't on these calls. I ain't calling nobody. All I can think of is... When I get this golden shower, nigga, it's going to be great. So I'm talking to my boy. He sits in another row. Now, side note, my boy had like this little scam at the job, right? So we would be trying to get like older folks on this insurance, like these insurance plans. And so we had an incentive at the job that if you were able to get the person you're calling to give you the last four digits of that social security number, you got $5 for that call, like a, as a bonus. So for each call, you can get somebody to get their last four digits of their souls. You get $5. He was killing it and nobody could figure out how. But I knew what he would do is he'd call. Can I speak to, you know, Mr. Johnson? This is Mr. Johnson. Mr. Johnson, you know, this is such and such and such, such calling from such and such insurance um, to make sure that we are speaking uh, to the correct person. For verification purposes, can you give me the last four digits of your social? And they would give it to him because they feeling like, shit, I ain't giving you the whole social. I'm just giving you the last four. And even if he went forward with his spiel to try to sell him on it, they would be like, nah, okay. He already got the last four, so he get $5 for that call. 
on top of the hourly wage. So he was killing. His checks would be crazy. He would do that shit all day. So if he's taking, you know, 200 calls a day, he getting $5 on each one. So he's killing it, right? So he doing that shit. We sitting there talking, all I can think, oh, I'm about to go get pissed on later on this evening, right? I started getting a headache. Now, it could have been for two reasons. One, that greasy ass Captain D's food. And two, I wasn't sleeping a lot around that time. I would sleep maybe an hour, two hours a night, right? Had trouble sleeping. So I don't know if it's sleep deprivation mixed with, you know, this, this oily ass Captain D's, but whatever it is, my head is pounding. And around that time, I would get bad headaches, right? Super bad headaches. But I'm not a pill taker and all that shit. So I'm sitting there and my head is pounding to the point I got to put my head down in my cubicle like little kids in school when they put their head down, they're not feeling well. After about 15, 20 minutes, I get up, I go to the bathroom, I'm running cold water on my face, all that shit. My head is pounding. Go sit back down in my cubicle. Finally, I get up and I go up to my supervisor. Now, she was cool when she wanted to be. Like she was a stud, but she had a super fat ass. She had like a low haircut. And so, um, and she would always talk about like women, like how she talked about women, like how men would talk about like, Ooh, I seen this chick. She got a fat ass. Like that's how she was. Right. Anyway, I go up to her. I'm like, Hey, my head is pounding. Can I go take something? Like I need to leave for a little bit. Go take something. She was like, all right. She was like, you take about 15, 20 minutes. I'm like, all right, cool. Now, we get off work at 5 o'clock. At this point, it's probably about 3, 3.30. So I'm like, oh, man, I need to take something because I'm still trying to go see what's up with this urine, right? I'm sitting there in my car because I walk out, sit in my car. And I remember I got them damn oxys in the car. So I'm like, you know what? I can take one of these bitches. But I was like, nah, I don't want to take it right now. I said, you know what? I'm going to give myself a minute. See if it go away. If it go away, cool. If it ain't went away by like 430, I'm going to take one of these holes. So I put two of them in my pocket out the, 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 the little pill bottle. Put two of them in my pocket. Go back into work. She said, you take something? I said, nah, I got something, but I'm going to see if it go away on its own. She said, okay, cool. About 4.15 hit. My head is, when I say pounding, I'm like, shit. 4.30 get there. And I'm like, I ain't going to make it. I ain't going to make it. So I take one. I take one of the pills. And I'm like, my plan is, work is over at 5. That's 30 minutes. I live about 15 minutes from the job. Get off work. By the time I get home, I'm going to lay down take a nap i'd already called old girl with the black eyes and the nose problem i already called her and told her hey i got a headache i'm not coming over there she was like all right it's cool so i'm like i'm gonna go home lay down sleep for about two maybe three hours then i'm gonna go check on this piss right 4 30 hit i take one sitting there put my head down about 4 45 about 445, 450. I'm like, man, I thought this shit would kick in by now. 
Fuck it. I pop a second one. I done took two oxys. I'm at work. I'm like, man, fuck it. I'm about to go tell my supervisor, hey, these last 10, 15 minutes, I'm out. Before I get out of my cubicle to go tell her that, she stands up. She calls out our team. Y'all need to meet me in the break room at five o'clock on the dot. Don't be late. I said, oh, shit. She calls an emergency meeting. I'm thinking she going to cuss us out for about five, ten minutes like she usually do. I'm going to go and go to the crib. Five o'clock come. People putting up their headset. They get in the uh, break room. We sitting there waiting, waiting, waiting. She walks in. It's probably five oh five. She ain't said nothing yet. She we waiting on a couple other people. The big bosses come in. It's about 515 at this point. These two oxys have been in my system about 40, 45 minutes at this point. And I'm starting to get nervous because I'm like, oh, shit. I just need to go lay down. So I'm thinking they just going to make me go to sleep. That's all I'm thinking. It's a regular pain pill. I'm going to go to sleep. What happened was. People caught wind of the scam my homeboy was doing at work. And they cussing us out. He wasn't the only one doing it. A lot of people doing it. So they cussing us out. Y'all don't know y'all can get us shut down. It's unethical. What are you doing? Yada, yada, yada. All this shit. They tearing into us for about 20 minutes. And all of a sudden, my body start going numb. And I'm like, oh shit. Hold on. I'm sitting there and like by numb, like y'all ever felt like like that feeling. That's what my body doing. I'm like, oh, shit, Mike, we out here and we in trouble. We are in trouble. That's all I'm thinking. Nigga, we in trouble. My arms start itching. I never forget my arms, like my forearms start itching and my face start itching. I'm like, oh, shit, I'm itching. Felt like I had bugs on me. And I remember I start panicking. So I'm like, oh, shit, I'm a dope fiend, right? That's what I'm thinking. Like, I done seen dope fiends had the scratches, right? Had the itches. So that's all I'm thinking. Oh, shit. This is how it happens. This how a nigga turn into a full-fledged dope fiend. So I'm on my pookie shit. I'm like, oh, shit. But I ain't trying to, like, I don't want to scratch hard where people think I got fleas. So instead of scratching my nails, I'm just rubbing with my hands. And I start rocking back and forth. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I'm rocking back and forth. My homeboy like, you good? I'm like, yeah, I'm good. He asked me because at this point, nigga, I'm sweating. Oh, I'm sweating. And it ain't even hot. I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, shit, nigga. So I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good. He like, okay. I'm rocking. I'm sweating. All that shit. I'm wiping sweat on my sleeve. I'm like, oh, shit. I can't hear nothing these people talking about. Nigga, the final straw that I knew I had to get up out of there. Nigga, my my jaw felt kind of weak, right? Like my bottom jaw, like it felt like lazy, like I couldn't hold my shit up, like uh, like I couldn't hold my jaw together, and like I slobbed a little bit, like like y'all know how like y'all know how like reread like special ed like them niggas like the them people be slobbing and shit. So I like let a little slob out and I'm like, oh shit. And I felt it like dribble out and then I was like, <sniffs> like trying to like get it together. 
So I'm like, oh shit, nigga, it's getting bad. It's getting bad, Mike. You gotta get the fuck up out of here. So these people up there talking, I'm like, y'all gotta excuse me. I, I need to step out real quick. So they like, all right. So I get up. Now they ain't mad at me because I wasn't doing the shit. So I think that's why they was cool. So I get up. I get up and it feel like the like the floor is uneven. So I put my hand on like the doorway and I walk out. I finally get out in the hallway and I go to the bathroom and I'm looking in the mirror and I'm like, Mike, you have to get to your car. Like you got to get to your car. Finally, I stumble all the way out to the garage, get to the car, get in the car and I'm sitting there. And part of me is like, nigga, drive home. But the other part is like, no, don't drive home. Sit still because you're in no condition to drive. I let my seat back. Boom. I'm out. I'm out. I'm knocked out. So, but I remember like as I'm letting my seat back, I'm like, hey, I'm asleep for about 15, 20 minutes, 30 at the most. Then I'm going to get out of here. Nigga. I wake up. And I mean, I'm groggy and all that shit. I wake up. It's 5 a.m. in the morning. 5 a.m. Now, you ask why nobody checked on me, came to the window. I used to always park my car. It was like, so the ramp, it was the first floor, second floor. But the whole parking garage was like six levels. And the only, like, it wasn't enough cars to even fill up the first two. And I would always park on the third or the fourth level. And so I'd always park away from everybody. Because sometimes on my break, I would go to my car and go to sleep. So I'm parked up on the level. Nobody comes up there. I wake up. It's next morning. And I'm like, oh, shit, I'm panicking. Because I'm like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. I drive to the crib. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I'm still trying to collect my thoughts and all that. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I need to get like my bearings, collect my bearings and shit. Nigga. I get in the shower, shower, all that, but I'm still feeling so out of it. I sit on my couch at the crib and I'm like, I'm not going into work. Like, I'm out of it. I I'm, I don't need to go to work. Man, I call work. I tell my, my supervisor, I say, hey, I'm not feeling well. I wasn't feeling well yesterday. I'm not coming in. Cool. She's fine with that. Go back to sleep. I wake up that afternoon. I call the P girl, right? I call her. Hey, what's up? You know, I fell asleep. I apologize. Fuck you, you ain't shit. I'm over here high out of my mind and all that shit. And you never showed up and all that shit. And she's going bananas, right? And I'm trying to explain to her. And she's telling me how I ain't shit. Um, how I'm a terrible person. I'm a liar. All that shit. And I'm like, no, like it wasn't even like that. So I tell her like the full story. And she was like, yeah, all right. This chick was such like a druggy, a drug addict person that all she could say when I got done telling her all that was, if that's the truth, bring me some of them oxys over here. So I took her some oxys. <laughs>